Let's play Big Bank, take Love Bank. You are looking at a shark and a fish tank. When I'm in the kitchen, I make plenty cash. Tell Shorty Carmel, she got plenty ass. Yeah, I love the strippers. 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 In my foreign car. Welcome to episode 18 of Keeping It a Hundo. Today's guest is Diamond. She's an exotic dancer. Some may call her a stripper. Some may even call her a scripper. She refers to herself as a professional dancer. And I'm by no means a strip club connoisseur. But I have been to strip clubs all over the place. Different countries, different cities around the U.S. And there's definitely things that are regional, things that are cultural, that kind of separate the behavior at each club. And that goes for the behavior of the the dancers, of the patrons. I'm not a big strip club guy, but when I do go, I'm not really involved. I'm kind of chilling in the back. I like the music. I like the social aspect of it. Of course, I like looking at the girls, but I'm not big into lap dances and the champagne room and all that stuff. Diamond's going to break all that down for us. We're going to find out what really goes on inside these walls of these clubs and of course we gotta find out if there really is sex in the champagne room this is my conversation with professional dancer Diamond So what clubs have you worked at? Are you from Miami or are you from Broward? I'm from Miami. I was born and raised in uh, Miami Gardens. So yes, I'm from Miami. That's the strip club area. Yeah. That's where they're all at. Yeah. That's where I started at basically probably like six years ago. How old are you now? Uh, 30. And you started where? The office? Yeah. Yeah. I started at the office. I started at the office probably like around 2010, 2010. And so, you've worked uh, at a bunch of clubs in Miami? You worked, worked at, at Coco's? Uh, never worked at Coco's. Never Coco's, G5? Worked at G5. Take one? Worked at Tech One. Worked at the Rolex. Um, you know Summer Rain? No. She's a bartender. She used to work at take one a lot now she's over at the office she's a friend of mine no I don't know so what's your favorite one to work at my favorite club to work at is I'm gonna say in Palm Beach it's in Palm Beach it's not in Miami so um, Miami really is just hangout spots right now it's really not a script club like basically I just think that it's more money and out of town than in Miami and Broward and stuff like that. So I just go north to make more money. Do you notice a difference between, like, you kind of racially profile or profile? It might not be race, but you profile customers based on, like, oh, this guy's 55 and he's wearing a nice suit as opposed to this dude's 22 and he's got a pair of J's on. And, you know, he's got jeans and a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Like, you got you profile that stuff? <clears throat> or, like, black guys don't tip as good as white guys? Or white guys don't tip as good as black guys? Like, um, no, I don't actually do that. Because sometimes you never know what somebody has in their pocket. So, I don't judge a book by its cover. Because that white guy can you've been going through hard times and don't have any money right now. Probably have a couple of dollars to tip you. And that black guy probably will, you know, throw a lot of money. Or, you know... If it's swap it out, either or. So I don't racially profile anybody. How do guys feel about your job? Do you have issues dating guys? I have a lot of issues of dating guys. They're very jealous. Right. At first, I'm sure they're cool with it. And then soon as they... No, they're never cool with it. Nah. I mean, not the guys that I come around with. They're never cool with it. They always want a lot of attention. They always want dinner, breakfast, lunch, sex. Dinner, breakfast, lunch, sex. And it's like a movie, so they're never cool with it because I, I work hard, so it's like I'm never home. So guys always 
you know, be jealous of me giving more time to the script club than more time to them. So what what kind of hours are you working? I'll pull a twenty four hour if I have to. <laughs> On like a like a Memorial Day weekend. Memorial or Day something. weekend, right? Because um, some clubs don't never close. Like some clubs is open the twenty four hours, so you can pull a twenty four hours in that whole day. Twenty four hours. The only one I know is eleven. You worked at eleven before? No. Did what other ones are twenty four? Um, they had a new club called Twenty Four. Um, in Oklahoma, Florida, they closed down, I think. And you know, the office had the club open twenty four hours Memorial Day weekend, like okay. they never closed. So, have you dated customers? Um. Wait, do you even call them customers? What do you call them? Is that like a slang name for what you guys call? Um, no, I think we call them customers. Basically, yeah. So if we get like, if I get attached to somebody, then they'll be a good friend. You know, it don't really be like customers. And what do you call yourself? You consider yourself a stripper? No. Are you a dancer? No. I'm a professional what? dancer. Professional dancer. That's right. what. So every question I ask that has stripper in it, do I have to change it to professional dancer? Right. Because I have my license to dance. Really? Right. So how do you get a license to dance? Um, In Miami Dan, you don't have to have a license. Mm -hmm. Um. In Broward, you don't have to have a license, but in Palm Beach, you have to have a license, and really? that's more, yeah. So that's more where I work at. So. You just apply for a license, so you have to pass like a dance test. Um, no, basically, is you're just going to apply for it. Okay. And they they give it to you. I apologize in advance if I use the term stripper if that offends you. Yeah. But I, I think it's I'm so used to saying it that mm -hmm. I might say it a few times. You don't have to apologize. I mean, you know, they're like, oh, let's go to the script club. They're not going to say, oh, let's go to a professional dancer club. Right, exactly. So, and people yeah. wouldn't even know what the hell you're talking about. Right, right, right. Where does the name Diamond come from? Um, It's this movie Pretty called... Pretty sure it's not from your mom. No, definitely not. Um, It's this movie called The Players Club. Yep. Okay. I know it. She reminded me so much of me when yeah. the movie first came out that I stole her name because her name was Diamond in the, in the um, movie. So she reminded me so much of me, like, you know, just in there trying to get out, the pretty, you know, the pretty girl and, you know, everybody. You know, some girls be like, don't nobody have, like, you could say, like, special clients. Like, people just come in the club to see you. And I always have people that just come in the clubs to see me. So girls have a problem with that. So I just see myself... You know. What other stage names have you used? Or have you been Diamond since day one? Yeah, I've been Diamond since day one. For real? Yeah. I didn't have to use another name. Today's guest is Diamond. She's a professional dancer and works at professional dance clubs <laughs> all over South Florida. And... She's looking very blonde today, but I'm pretty sure she's not a natural blonde. No. But I'm going to take her word for it for now. So your Instagram profile says you're a mixed breed. What are you mixed with? Uh, my daddy is kind of like Canadian. He's like white, white, black. And my mom is Jamaican. So I was born in Canada. I came here when I was nine. I just heard it. You just said Canada, the way they say it. Mm -hmm. So how'd you get into the dancing? When I when I was growing up, it was kind of like rough for me to like get by with bills and stuff like that. And you know, minimum wage in Florida was not paying shit. So it's like you get a job, you know, at these fast food restaurants, and your check is like one fifty. Like you can't pay no bills with that. So I just tried it out, and my first night I made six hundred dollars, and I then I went back and I made more and more, and I just got custom to the fast money and what it brings and what it's, lifestyle it brings. It's tough to get away from it once you get it, right? Right, right, right. Are you open about your profession with your family? Mm, my family just found out probably like three years ago because I was not open and my family is kind of like judgmental. So it's like I wasn't really open with them. But now that I'm open, like I could just go... Like, if I go shopping with my sister and I pull out ones, you know, she know where it's coming from. You know, like, usually I have to be like, oh, you know, secrets of shop with her and stuff like that. So now she, I'm open with my family. That's 
more than being closed behind doors and your family don't know what you do. And are you open with guys when you meet them right away or do you hold it back sometimes because you don't want them to know or what? I I hold it back sometimes because they think You don't want to be judged. I don't want to be judged and then they think I'm giving up pussy just off the back of, you know, just because I'm a dancer. You know, dancers are easy, but every dancer is different. Right, uh, just like women. Uh, there's easy women, there's not right, easy. It, yeah. it's just everybody's different. Right, right, right. Like, it takes me a long time to have sex with that person. I'm just not going to just have sex with you just because, just to have sex. Like, I have to get to know you. You mentioned uh, the ones, and your, your sister sees you pull out the ones. Do you ever bring, like, like a grocery bag full of ones into the bank or anything like that? Yeah, um... I my last my party two thousand and sixteen, I had to bring nine thousand dollars in the bank of one. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Yeah, I um, want to see a picture of that. Uh, nine thousand dollars in the bank of ones, and they were so mad at me because <laughs> they had to stop and count the ones. It was funny because how they looked at it, they was like, "Oh my God, all these! What are what are we gonna do?" And I'm like, "Hey, like you know, I need to switch it out because." I can't walk around with all these ones, so I'm gonna show you a picture. See, that's nine thousand, or that's most of it, because that's it's most, like- That's most of it. That's six thousand. See, this is the rest of it because I was still counting. Yeah, we might have to uh, post these. Okay, I'll repost them. You can find Diamond on Instagram at gorgeous underscore diamond underscore foreign. Yeah, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Precipitating in there, a lot of rain. Yeah. Thunderstorms that day. Yeah. Where Where in Canada are you from? Toronto. Um, Montreal and Toronto, both of them. Okay. Yeah, I love it up there. I've been there a bunch of times. If you had to break down the percentage of women in your profession that are turning tricks, what would you say? Percentage. So are we talking about like? Half the girls are turning tricks. So you say, like, I'll say we have 100%. We're going to start with 100%. Every girl that works in a strip club. Majority of all of them. Okay. I mean, very high. Very high. Because you have the girl, you have the, I'm going to just say this you have the it girls. The it girls are the pretty girls. Just, you know, we hang around each other. They're going to get money no matter what. We're going to make money, whatever. Then you have the girls that's not so pretty and the girls that don't know how to dance and they have to do anything to get by. Like, you know, in the dressing room, it's a different kind of story. It's like we're hearing about who have to pay their hotel fees and who who Cause has Because they're visiting camps. from out of town. Some still stay here, but they don't have a house. Okay. So they're living at the hotel. Right. Or some has pimps. So, they're working for somebody in there. Right. So in the, in the dressing room, it's a whole lot of... How many of them are working for pimps? Is that common or is I that just every... I mean, do you see it a lot? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In my days of dressing, I saw it a whole lot a whole lot of people um getting pimped out and it's it's terrible yeah it's it's ridiculous to me like it's you can make your own money and 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 put it in the bank if you want someone to hold it but you getting pimped out it's just terrible and you got to throw money at the house too right what's a percentage you you have to tip the house um well my tip out is 75 dollars oh okay it's not bad yeah it's not a percentage then no that's good you have a big night Say you make you know a grand in a night or two, five, six, seven thousand dollars. You don't got to give them ten percent. You just no. got to give them seventy five bucks. No, yeah. That's great. True or false? There's no sex in the champagne room. False. Correct. So most of the girls turn in tricks some of them turn them in the club some of them Outside after hours the right, they right. make plans to link up or whatever right, right what's the most money you made in one night uh 14,000 that's great that's a good night what'd yeah. you do with it I went to for the re- I took a lot of trips trips I took a lot of trips so speaking of taking trips do you do the the circuit do you, do you dance on the circuit yeah you hit Atlanta Mm-hmm. You hit Houston. Mm-hmm. No, hit- I've never been to Houston. Houston. Never been to Houston. Vegas. No, I just go to like Orlando, Tampa. Yeah, t- Tampa's big. I um, where have else I been? Um, New Orleans. Not New Orleans. No. Um, 
Atlanta. Where in Atlanta? Blue Flame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been there before. Um, I mean, wherever outside of Florida, like I, you know, I get booked to different things. Like um, for the Pro Bowl um, in Orlando, yeah. we got booked for a lot of rappers. So we was at Club Dream um, there, and they showed us a nice time. Um, that was good. So. so if you take a personal trip, like let's say you and your girl go on a trip mm-hmm. and you're on vacation, do you just all of a sudden be like, I'm going to work at the club tonight and just go to a strip club and work at a club? No. No. It's no. planned in advance. So right. if you're on vacation, you're on vacation. I'm on vacation. But if right. it's a working trip, it's a work. It's two different things. Yeah, it's two different things. Okay. Yeah, definitely. What do you make per year? Is it vary? Like every year completely different or is it about the same? I mean, you say you've been doing it like six years. Is it a huge difference? Um, totally. Because one year it could be great, and then next year it'd be, you know, it's not so good. So I can't tell you what I make a year. I yeah. Can't. I mean, I make a lot of money, but I can't just. I'm, I don't. I'm not the type of person to be like, okay. I made this. this I, I you don't keep track of it. No, no. Because fast money goes fast. Do you save any money? Um, sometimes. You could use a little help saving. No, I don't need any. You don't even want to save. I mean, let me ask you a question on your show. Ask me anything. If you, if you, if you were to die tomorrow, everything that you owe, everything that you pay for, everything that you have, where would it go? Now, that's a good question, and I would feel good that I could leave something behind for whoever needed it, whether it was my girlfriend or my family or my brother and his kids. I don't have any kids now. Besides your family. We're talking about you. Yeah, I mean, I don't... What do you mean? Like, beside anybody that you're related to, you work hard for it, it's your mm-hmm. money, it's your thing. Where mm-hmm. would where will you... Well, I mean, where would you think that your things would go beside... Because when you die, your family fight over your things. Right. So, that's what I'm saying. Beside if it wasn't your family, where would it go? Would you want it to be in the casket with you? or No. Nah. You can't die with it. Exactly. You can't bring it with you. You can't bring it with nah. you. So I think like that. I just think that with me, when I die, I just think I'm, I'm just living my best life right now. I hear you. But let's talk about Now, I'm, I travel the world. I Believe me, I spend money. But I'm also, I like to save. Mm-hmm. Because you never know when that cash cow is going to run out of milk. Mm-hmm. So someone like you, you work on your appearance. Right. You're not going to look like that forever. I know. So when you're 50, 55, how are you going to make money? Well, right now, I have a job, too. I'm just not a dancer. Okay. What do you do? I'd I'd love to hear about that. I'm a store manager at a store. I'm not going to say. I'm at a store, but I'm a store manager. I really just got off of work, and I came. So it's like I'm not just holding on to the script world life like I have to go outside you know I love money so much that I'm gonna make it come in all ways yeah so I multiple have a real streams job of too. income that's right. important I have a real job too do you so do you have a 401k or any mm-hmm. type of retirement plan mm-hmm. through your managing job right not through any of the strip clubs though. no it's interesting now I don't I don't have a conventional job either so okay. I I understand believe me I it's interesting to me though to talk to somebody else who makes money in an unconventional way. Right, right. Have you ever been followed home or stalked by customers? Too much. To the point where it's scary. I'm sure. It's very scary. But yeah, I've been stalked a lot to the point that I had to change my number. So they, what, they see you at the club, they, they clearly start to like you or whatever, and then they find out like where you live or what neighborhood you're in. They start like looking for you, kind of. Or do they just straight up follow you home from work? I had one time that I was leaving. I was walking outside the club. I walked to my car, and he was just standing at the car. So I'm like, okay. Now, don't you have security that walks you to your car every night, though? No. At not some every places, night not at all places. I mean, if you could tell a security guard, "Hey, I'm leaving. Can you walk me to my car?" But See, I leave when I, ha- I have enough money. So I, I, the security guard's probably still in the club. The club is still going on. So I just, you know, just walk out. And that night I just walked down and he was by my car. So I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? So he was like, oh, I just want to, you know, make sure you get home safe or whatever. And I'm like, 
we're not doing that. So I was so scared that I went back in the club. And then, then the security guards was like, you know, just let us know when you're leaving or whatever. And when I left and drove off, he, he was behind me. When he was behind me, he put the high beam on us and was following me a little bit. So I'm like, this Did you recognize him from inside? Like, was he getting dances from you or anything? Or? Yeah, he he got dances from me, but it wasn't like a couple hundred bucks to stalk me. He's just like, oh, you remind me of my ex-wife. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. And then, you know, it, you know, some people are very pervertish, and some people are like hornballs. So... It was kind of crazy. Yeah, I've heard I've heard stories about that type of stuff. Yeah. So how do you keep your body looking like that? Do you work out? Do you got surgeries? Any of the above? Yeah, I work out every day. Every day I work. I'm just fine. on the pole. <laughs> besides the pole. No, I don't work out. Um, I had got um surgery done, but um, What'd I you just have done? eat healthy. I got my titties done. Okay. Um, but I do eat healthy. A lot, but I don't work out at all you play sports growing up um i ran track i was, I was gonna fast. say jamaican from canada like that's like mm -hmm. big up there mm -hmm. i ran fast so i ran track when i was young my girl ran track i don't know how fast i am now but <laughs> i've been track then yeah what about iphones and people taking videos for social media and stuff at the club i know they're not supposed to but what do you do if you see that um, I'll probably get off stage or I'll probably tell security. Okay. Because it's, but like with me, I'm so secretive about other people uploading. It's not good when someone else uploading, you don't know that you're uploading. Right, right. right. I, I've, I've had uh, a lot of like athletes on and stuff on the show and they talk about like they're at dinner and people sneaking pictures of them while they're eating or something like that and it's... If you want to get a picture with me, feel free to stop and ask, and ask. I'll take a picture with Definitely. you. Definitely. Don't be sneaking. Like, it's it's corny, mm -hmm. and it's, it's creepy. It is creepy. What's your favorite song to dance to? You got, you got like, a a favorite that kind of you just turn up whenever it comes on? Meek Mills have a, a nice song that I know. got. Yeah, I like Meek Mills. And, um, a lot of energy. A lot of energy. You know, it's so many rappers, they rap the same now. It's like the same, it sounds the same, so I really can't, you know, know the difference. But Meek Mills has a nice song that all the girls like to dance to. What about women? Because down here, I different parts of the country, strip clubs are very different. The culture is very different. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Boston. In Boston, the strip clubs, like, it's like a bunch of creeps sitting around just staring at women. Which, it's like that in a lot of parts of the country. But in Miami, in Atlanta, in Houston, it's a party. It's people watching the game on the TV, watching the girls on the stage, playing pool. You know, it's like a, it's just going, like, it's like going out to a bar or a club. Right. It's just a social night. It's a social scene with naked people around you. Mm -hmm. In Miami, a lot of women go to the strip club to hang out, mm -hmm. whether they like women or don't like women. You know, they could be into women, they might not be into women. But do they tip good? Do you like it when women are there? Do you think... Because um, some places, they charge women extra to get in the getting, door. Getting, right. But to me, I'm not going to say I hate when women come to the strip club, but it's like 50-50. Like, you have a, 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 a... Say a couple comes to the strip club, and her husband is so horny for to get a lap dance or to tip a stripper, but the wife is next to him, so he's, you know, he's just holding his composure... And he doesn't really do the same thing that he does when he comes by. He's himself. holding back. He's holding back until he sees his wife, you know, she gets busy. grabbing ass and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Then he's like, okay, she's grabbing ass. Let me grab ass. You yeah. know, like that's how it is. But with girls, some girls that just come to the script club, I'm glad you asked this question. And they just sit there and stare at us. And it's like, it's, it's, it's like, they're degrading us and it's ridiculous because you come to our Because you know they're kind of thinking like, okay, this is what they do in here. Kind of like they're like looking into their world, your world, and seeing what her husband or boyfriend does when he's not with her. Right, right. Oh, this is what you do. Okay, I'm going to use this right, later right, on. Right, right, In the bed. Right. Yep. You know, but I don't care if you, but I just feel like if you come to the script club with your significant other, you know, tip us. You know, it's not, it don't hurt to tip us even a dollar. One thing about a dancer, if you if you show that you tip in one dollar, it t only takes one dollar for us to appreciate yeah. 
you and you know your significant other but you have girls that come get across their legs they got their mouth all looking all crazy and they're just mad at the whole world and it's uncomfortable for us because we're both women so it's like are you degrading me or what are you doing like you're just staring there it's a lot of women come to the club and just stare at us so most of the clubs that you've mentioned that i'm familiar with are black strip clubs have you worked in any white strip clubs um no because they're very different they're very different i mean i i i got hired at a white strip club um but i didn't go because um i'm gonna be honest i wear two pieces like stoned out two pieces nice outfit in the white club they wear gowns it's corny right so i don't i'm I'm not judging anybody on what they do, but I, I can't get jiggy with the gown on because it's like I'm I'm going out. It's like, I, you know, I put on a gown and I'm going out with a friend and it's, it's you know, who's going to take me serious? But that's how the white script club is. And I can't do that. So you were talking about how you view the Miami strip clubs as almost more like a social thing for you. Yes. Now, do you go there and kind of work and kind of party i mean if they're having a big night or something i'll go work i'm not gonna lie but lately it's just been a hangout spot for me like but when you're hanging out are you still working or you're there hanging out no, in your i own just time? go to work i don't hang out at all send to miami strip club okay I just go to work when it comes to the social aspect of being at work how do the girls get along i know there's a lot of different there's different dynamics, different personalities, and then you got the girls who have been there a long time who are kind of like running the show, and then there's the new girls who come from out of town or maybe from a different club, and they're trying to get your money, and there's a lot of competition in there. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's, it's drainful sometimes because you have to worry about who watching who. You know, a lot of it's a lot of dancers. You can say anything. Oh, it's a lot of dancers fuck. You can say pussy or vagina (laughs) or dick or penis, anything. Okay, well, it's a lot of strippers have sex with the clients. So they had sex probably last week. So he comes in the club again and he sees another beautiful girl and he he wants to dance her. But since she gave up the pussy last week, she's going to hang around him. And, And then he sees someone else that's attracted. So that's conflict between the girls. It's like... Oh, I was with them yesterday, and oh, well, he wanted to dance me, and then they're just like conflict, or you know, or it's just ridiculous. Like they're the only thing that strippers really fight about is like drama, money, you know, stuff like that. He say, she say, stuff like that. It's- so what if one of your regulars comes in and you're used to him going to you, and then he goes to someone else? Is that like her fault, or you put that on him, or is that just? It don't matter. It's nobody's fault because I don't never take these customers serious at all. Because um, once it's once it's my money, then it was my money. Then I'll let them go. I'm not going to take it serious. I'm not that type of person to take it serious. Like the saying is, like if you could dwell on it for five minutes and it's not going to matter in four, next four years, then it doesn't make sense. I'm not going to dwell on it. Have you ever fought a girl over customers? About something to happen? No. No. You didn't sound too convinced. I had to think about it. Yeah. I've had me cuss the money out. You've had some issues, but never had to... Yeah, but I never had a fight. Throw hands I, or anything? No. I'm, no, I'm not that type of person. Poaching fight. customers? Yeah, I never did that. A lot of girls like to pop pills and stuff while they work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of that. Molly and MDMA and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that common or is that... I mean, everybody's doing it. Everybody, down to the customers, the bartenders, everybody's doing it. And I, I'm not going to say nobody's doing it in the club. Everybody is getting on. If they're not smoking a joint, they're not on Molly's, they're not on, they, they're on the new thing Percocets. Uh, they're on something. But it's, I, I, I don't take any drink. I don't smoke or nothing like that. I drink, but I don't do no drugs. Do you prefer it when customers buy you drinks? Do you like to get a couple drinks in you when you're there? Um, yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, it'll be nice of him to offer a drink. That's, that's nice of him. That doesn't happen a lot, or does it? Um, yeah, it does. Okay. That one thing about guys, they, they do, right, they do offer to buy you a drink, yeah. 
Some guys are offered to buy you a drink and don't want to don't want to dance. They just want to just buy you a drink, just to. Yeah, I'd be more prone to do that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I don't I'm not a big lap dance guy. Okay. Really not. But uh, speaking of that, do you ever get turned on when you give a guy a lap dance? Like you you might see a guy that you're like, oh, okay, he wants to lap dance, whatever, and then you find yourself being like, I'm kind of attracted to this guy. Why is that? Why is that such a tough question? Because sometimes, it, okay, I see a guy. He's nice looking. He smells good. I don't get turned on. It's just that I love to dance guys that look good and smell good. Like okay. I hate to dance the guy who just got off of work. He smells like garbage, and you know, or a guy who smells like cigarettes, right? Or, something. or you know, he you just smell the sun on him and stuff like that. So it's a good thing to dance guys that smell good. Everybody has a price. Mm-hmm. What's your price? Of what? To do anything. Um, a guy comes in the club and he says, "You're the most beautiful woman I've ever I don't seen." Do anything in the club. He says, "I want your number. I'll give you X amount of dollars if you meet me at my hotel tonight." I'm not going to the hotel. Meet you at my crib, or I don't know. Okay, I'm not gonna sound racist. I'm gonna say I'm only attracted to like Italian guys or. Or guys that has, you know, I could say like has like businesses or something that has, you know, that well, has something is, to this is that lose. guy though. This is that guy though. It's a, it's a, it's a okay, handsome well, that's his- Italian man, businessman in a suit. And he comes in and he says, I'll give you $1. I'll give you $100. I'll give you $10,000. Where does the number stop? It depends on whatever I'm doing. I don't have a specific number to be like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. It depends on what he wants me to do. It depends on if he want to dance. He's, he's, or he no, wanna no, go no. Out he wants. Dinner. He wants sex. Okay, but well, I'm not doing that. You have, there's no price. No. But there's a price that to, got you naked. Because that's my job. We're talking about my job where I have to. If my lights go off tomorrow, I have to pay my lights. But. If 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 I'm have I have to have sex with you and I rather could go in the I'm not just gonna have this is the whole thing with me I'm not gonna have sex with you because you offer a price because you could be HIV positive sure you could have gonorrhea you could have something and then my life will be but in that's a mess. just like any other guy like you could go on a date with a guy and think this guy's great and you're falling in love and have sex with him he that all applies to him too yeah but I'm gonna one thing about me I'm gonna get you I I never slept with a guy unprotected and and if I take you that serious we're go, you're gonna go get checked out hold up before. hold up hold up you've never had unprotected sex in your life. Not in my life. Oh, what you? Just, that's but what I'm I saying, thought like, you just if, said. Hey, I mean, guys from the club. Oh, like if, okay. I, if I if I meet you and we and we have sex, like four months from now, you're gonna put on a condom. I'm not okay. gonna jump on jump on a raw dick. Agreed. That's, that's a good thing. I, you have to get checked out. Okay. Period. That's just how I am. But in a relationship, it's different. In a relationship, I'm gobbling balls. I'm doing everything. Okay. Cool. We yep. We like that. I, right I found I did some research and found some statistics. Okay. You tell me this is a test. You tell me if these are true or false. Okay. Okay. Because you're a professional dancer. Right. So you should know about professional dancers. True or false? Ten percent of professional dancers consider what they do prostitution. True or false? False. Do you think the percentage will be higher or lower? Lower. Better be lower. It's true. 10% of strippers. A lot, this was taken from a big group. They, they did a study. Okay. 10% of strippers think that they consider it prostitution. That's a fact. One third of strippers are actually doing it to pay for college. True or false? You know how they all say, I'm just stripping no, to get through college. False. Because I see a lot of girls that they said it was paying for college and they're still there five years from now. I mean. Right? Right. So I thought what so college too. you go to? But it's true. <laughs> 33% of strippers are actually paying for college. Hmm. Only 10% of professional dancers are married. True or false? True. That is true. No one takes us serious. Everybody thinks they're hoes. 
50% of strippers have dated a customer. True or false? Like really True. dated. It's false. It's only twenty percent. Really? Oh I mean, my I think God. I think uh, messed that around is... with is different. That's a whole different statistic. Oh, I, I think th- like oh. had a had a relationship. Oh, like, I thought you were saying like mess with the client. Like, have you ever had a real like a long term relationship with a client? Yes. Okay, so you met him there, you got to know him, blah blah right. blah, and all that, mm-hmm. and found love and all that. Right. Okay. Well, they say twenty percent. Up to 90% of strippers have dealt with some sort of sexual abuse as a child. True or false? Mm. That's true. I do want to say true, too. But I just don't want to, like, make it so bad that everybody is dancing because there was abuse. Can I go with, like, um, both answers? <laughs> I think I think we, we, we know the answer. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it's true. I hear stories that a lot of people was abused. Like, I, like right now in the club that I work at, it's probably like three girls was abused. So yeah. I didn't want to it's say... It's probably more, but more three have opened up to you about up. it. Exactly, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad. It is. About 90% of professional dancers were raised in a religious home. True or false? True. That is true. It's a high percentage. Mm-hmm. Are you religious? Yes. Yeah. What? Uh, I'm Baptist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say you're Jamaican. You could be uh, Jehovah Jehovah's Witness no, or no, no. Seventh-day Adventist. No. 50% of professional dancers have kids. True or false? True. False. Are you serious? 20%. Well, you know what? Let me say something to me. You know You got to think of the really young ones. The, yeah, I was just going to say, you have girls that's they're spread out of high school, faced. 18, and they're just in there dancing. Yeah. yeah you don't so You don't have kids. Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. How old? Um, well, it's not really mine. It's just, I don't have any, but I do. So. You've never given birth to a child? No. Okay. I, do you have a boyfriend? No. Do you have a husband? No. Huh. It's interesting. There's a child in the mix somehow. It's a long story. Okay. That's fine. You don't want to talk about it? No. Okay. (laughs) I will respect that. If you do want to talk about it, feel free. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We're done with the statistical exam. Okay. We're moving on to the do's and don'ts at a strip club. No, don't do it. Please don't do it. Tell me if guys should do this or don't do this. These are things that I've heard guys do. I've had, when I was young, older guys, they bring you out to the strip club and they tell you this is what they like. Oh, you should do this or you should do that or don't do this. You tell me if this is a do or a don't. Okay. Okay. Make eye contact with her while she's on stage. Yes. That's a good thing? Yes. Okay. Thank you, JJ. JJ gave us that that tip right there. What about guys asking you for your number after a lap dance? No. That's a don't. Yeah. I, mean, you, I didn't give you a lap dance for my number. Let me offer you my number. Yeah, that's like completely up to you because right. girl, all the girls are going to be showing the guys attention. So that doesn't mean anything. Right. right. What about, okay. Oh, man, I'll never forget this. Big Cousin Sill. He was. Uh, he said they like it when you blow on it. So you're dancing in front of me, and I'm blowing on it. I'm blowing air at you. No. Don't blow on it. No. That was his thing. He said blow on it. He's he's a he's a jack guy. <laughs> <laughs> How would you blow on me? <laughs> no. Hey, I'm just That's telling gonna you. That's gonna irritate her. Yeah. No, don't do that. What about when they ball up ones and throw them like that? And don't make it rain. They're not falling. They're throwing them. I mean, anything is appreciative, so yes. Okay. Yeah. That's no. still okay? It's still okay. So, yeah. like, I know at, um, at like, Coco's, when they're up here and you're back here and you want to get it up there, like, because if you just throw it here, it's going to come back down where you're sitting. Right, right, right. You know, so you, you want to throw it up, up there. Right, right. And then it, like, lands behind the bar back there right. and you'll pick it up. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's But I know a lot of times people, oh, don't throw it. Like, that's disrespectful. But it's like, when you ball it up and throw it. But that's, I mean, do you want the tip or not? Because, exactly. Right. It doesn't hurt. Right. What about touching during lap dances? Touching what? Touching you. Like, uh, where, where they cut the line off. So you're, you're sitting on me. And you're dancing on me. 
And what, I can put my hands here. Right. But don't put it, like, on any private parts. No private parts. Titties, ass, no private parts. Yeah, no insertions. No, no, none no, of that. none of that. Okay. You can touch my titties, and you can touch, like, my side and my ass, but no private parts, no. Okay. Because you got to remember, our pussy is sensitive, so, you know. Oh, you, all those different. You're digging, and you're, you know, it, it breaks out, and. You know, like Bacteria. you have, yeah. So you can't just just dig, dig. And you just smoke like a hundred cigarettes before you came here. You know, like it's just nasty. So agreed. You have been arrested. Um. Yes. Anything good? No, my um, my license was suspended. He took me to jail. Not your dancing license. Not my. Da- <laughs> Your no, other DL. My dance, my license was suspending, took me to jail, and and I got it. Th- it got thrown out, so I didn't even face any charges. Did so. you have to go to county though, and sit there overnight um, or anything? No, it basically you went in and you know you bond right up. If you oh, okay. have the money on you, you could just bond out. You live up this way, or are you Miami? Uh, I stay in Broward. Okay, I don't need your address. I'm not no, trying to I'm follow you. No, I'm definitely not gonna <laughs> say my address, but. I stay in Broward. Okay. What other interests do you have? What do you What do you like to do besides make money? Um, the casino. I love going to the casino. Where do you go? Hot Rock. No. No. Coconut Creek. Coconut Creek. I like to go there. Um, I love to eat. I love to eat good food. We'll get into that. We're gonna get to that in a minute. Okay. What's the end game? What do you What do you want to get out of this are you saving money for a home are you saving money to start a family are you do you have an end game do you want to start your own business i have my own business right now so um, uh lashes yeah okay i think my i saw lashes. on your instagram yeah. lashes i have my um i have my meek lashes um that i'm selling it's doing pretty good i have um the guy from rag what is rag race i mean rag drag drag race Drag one of them race. drag shows. Yeah, it's RuPaul. RuPaul's drag. Yeah, race, and um, like he's sponsoring um, my lashes right now. So you know, um, I have that going on. I have a lot of dancers that wear my eyelashes. So it's like I'm trying to start that, and you know, add on to like wigs and hair pieces onto it. But you know, I'm just taking my time. Would you like to open a shop eventually? Yes. Maybe? Yes. Do nails and lashes and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Who's the best stripper you've ever seen? Can you think of one that kind of blew your mind? She was just crazy skilled and the most professional dancer. I don't go off of skills. I go off of who's the sexiest dancer that All I've that. ever seen. I mean... Anybody come to mind? I like Carly B. Carly B was, you know, she's she's sexy. And she's she's blunt. Like, she say anything she means. I like her. Right, personality. And I like... Um, um, Ross ex girlfriend, I forgot her name. Oh, uh, Memphis chick. That Memphis chick. Yeah, she's Leela Galore. Yeah, Leah Galore. Leah Galore. She's Lira so Galore. yeah, she's so sexy to me. Yeah. Like I really like her. Yeah. So those are the dancers that I really like. You know, because they're they got out the game and they're doing things to better themselves. I just don't like, you know, girls that's just doing tricks and poles and flipping off. You know, you have to. That's what I'm saying. The tip drills of the world and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, she's still in the game. So, you know, I just like girls that got into the game and got out the game. And now they're, you know, $500,000 richer, a yep. million dollar richer. So that's yep. where I really want to go with my career. You ever worked at KOD? Speaking of that. Yeah. So at KOD, I do enjoy when they go up to the to the roof mm-hmm. and hang from the rafters. You done that? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, see, that stuff to me, that when I think of skill... That's all I think of is that. Like, the pole is one thing, but, like, there's a lot of, like, difficulty, technical difficulty and danger involved in that. It is. It is. That shit's crazy. The first time I saw it, I was like... I think that the girls that goes to the top deserve more than probably $500. Like, they get thrown at them, but it's our, you know, they're dancing and they're entertaining people, but I just think they deserve so, so much more, but they're not getting paid to what they do, so yeah. it's like... You know, I wouldn't do it. I, I don't do it anymore. I know how to do a lot of tricks, but I just don't do anything anymore. What about uh, fight night? Did you ever you ever go during fight night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever fight? No. 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 
I leave it to the other girls from the hood that wants to fight. All right. Knock each other's teeth out or whatever. You've been to... I had a little note here. Um, man, I, I realized I've been to strip clubs in all different countries. Mm-hmm. You've been to strip clubs in different countries? Um, Puerto Rico. I went, I went out there too, yeah. I went to Puerto Rico, and you know what? It made me appreciate my script life here. Even the managers, the owners, that they're all making sure you're okay. And we only spent like $300. But Puerto Rico, they, 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 um, they appreciate what, you know, every customer that goes in there. They're very appreciate. Like, the girl's really going to get up there and do a split, kick, jump. They're going to, you know, seduce you. It's very, very, very nice in Puerto Rico. Yeah. The, the weirdest strip club experience I ever had was in uh, the Philippines. It was uh, midget boxing and strippers. Really? Yeah. So you had, like, little dudes, little midget dudes uh, fighting each other. And then there was, like, strippers around the ring. And it was, really? That was pretty wild. That was in the Philippines. That's crazy. All right. Let's close it out. I got a couple more top five rappers that are alive. Okay. Number five will be Tupac. Number four, Biggie. Uh, number three, oh, DMX. Um, I like the, the old DMX. It's funny you say that because I was having a conversation with somebody about this. If DMX had put out those first two albums mm-hmm. and then like died, he would be a legend yeah, like Biggie. Was, right, right, but right, then he right. got hooked on crack, crack and started and- putting out this other stuff. Isn't that crazy though? He yeah. could put out like 50 albums and Tupac put out, or Biggie put out two albums. Mm-hmm. And Biggie still the greatest. Yeah. It's um, interesting. But those two albums were they was as amazing. good as anybody's, right? Because right? he really like was like he really was a um whatchamacallit, like a dope um person. Um I also like um Pimp C. Yep. Um MJG and Pimp C. I used to, I like them. I like Scarface. Well now you hit six. You <laughs> I cut like one a of them lot of, uh, uh, well You only go five. This is this is a serious question on the Keep It in a Hundo podcast. Everybody gets asked this question. So you going with we got DMX, Biggie, and Tupac for sure. Who are your last two? You know what? I'm gonna do Biggie, Tupac, Little Wayne. Wayne had three classic albums, and, um, that, and then he did a bunch of did, crap after did, that. Yeah, I like Little Wayne, and I like I also like. Um, I don't know. I'm an R&B girl. Like, I love R&B. That's all I love. So I really don't, like, listen to rap. Like, I'm just, like, an R&B person. But those people that I named. And, okay. Um, okay, we're going to um, take out Pimp C and Scarface. Slick Rick was a good one. All right. And that's, that's old school. Yeah. Slick uh, Rick was he, was, he was a good person. Yeah. All right. And now uh, to the final question. What's your death row meal? What are you eating? Mm. Vic and Angelo's. <laughs> Is that an Italian place in Broward? I feel like I've heard of it, but never been it's there. It's so good. Like, I love Vic and Angelo's. It's in Delray? Mm-hmm. What are you eating there? I'll probably get their sampler. It comes with calamari and um, shrimp uh, with the lime sauce. And then I'll do the filet mignon with the broccoli. Yeah. What are you drinking? My apple juice. Apple juice? Yeah. You drink alcohol? No, not like, no really. Not often? Only at work? I'd probably take a shot of Hennessy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it, Diamond. Okay. You did all right. Okay. Best blonde I ever had on the show. I better be. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Diamond. We recorded that at an undisclosed strip club in South Florida. You can find her all over Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. Good luck. As I said, she's on Instagram. It's gorgeous underscore diamond underscore foreign. When we finished the podcast, the first thing she asked me was, why didn't you ask me my favorite position? So I apologize if that's what you're looking for. But I told her it was a podcast about stripping and strip club culture and her lifestyle it wasn't a sex podcast it can be maybe next time we can definitely have it back on keeping it a hundo if you guys really enjoyed it 
We got an update on uh, Slick, last week's guest. His episode of Power premieres on July 8th. It's episode two of this season's Power. Power comes back on July 1st. His episode is July 8th. Thanks to the Booty Knocking Moroccan Habib for the shout out on last week's episode, sharing it. Please continue to download it and subscribe to it and share it on social media. If you like what you hear, I'd love to get more people on board and I'd love to get more comments. Scroll down under my episodes and you'll see a section where you can rate and review me. I would greatly appreciate that if you haven't done it already. I know I mentioned Clean John from last season, episode one. We'll be making an appearance this season as well. He's, uh, he's undergoing a makeover right now. He just had his teeth pulled, his remaining teeth, and he's getting dentures. I'm telling you, this guy's cleaning up. I'm pretty sure he just hopped on Tinder too. So he's making moves. He's been taking selfies. So we're going to have him on soon to talk about life off the streets because he's not on them anymore. Next week's guest will be Chase Scott. He's a friend of mine. He, uh, University of Miami graduate, played football. He's also the Miami Heat team chaplain. He's a published author of two books as well. So it will be a very different episode than this week's. He talks about how men should be treating women and the new guy code, which is the name of one of his books, and about abstinence as a heterosexual male and how difficult it is and why he believes it it's the only way for him to live. So that's next week on Keeping It a Hundo. Thanks for listening. Look, I be riding through my old hood, but I'm in my new whip. Same old attitude, but I'm on that new shit. They say they gon' ride me, see me never do shit. Cause they know that's the reason they gon' end up on the news clip. Or tomorrow on my wrist, bust down. We popping bottles like I scored the winning touchdown. Remember me dead broke, look at me up now. I run my city from South Philly back to uptown. Thank God all these bottles I pop, all this paper I've been getting, all these models I pop. I done sold a hundred thousand for my album got dropped in the morning 23. I'm the shit now, look at me, look at me. I'm a boss like my nigga Rose. Shorty asked me for a check, I told that bitch like, no way. Cause I made it from the bottom, it was never no way. And I never had a job, you know I had to sell, yeah. Bitch, I'm a boss, I call a shit.